Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Mr. Fox, and this is Go Fox Yourself. Now, before I start with today's movie review, if you like today's podcast, I only ask that you hit the follow or subscribe button. And, uh, well, now that we've gotten past the pleasantries, let's get to today's movie review, which is of uh, the most recent rendition of Cinderella, which, quite frankly, I thought was crap. And I am going to tell you why, whether you like it or not, as to why I thought it was crap. Now, I will warn you, uh, I'm not really going to give any spoilers with this because it was really just that bad. However, if you kind of get offended or you find that sometimes I could be somewhat crude, I'm going to pretty much be crude in this one. Um, as always... I intend to be honest about it, and uh, I intend to be basically brutally honest about how I felt about this movie. So, in respect to Cinderella, over the years there have been multiple variants. Uh, The first one known in history as a story written in ancient Greece, 7th century B.C., about a courtesan in Greece, went by the name of Rhodopis. And as the story went, a eagle stole one of her shoes, flew it across the Mediterranean, and dropped it in the lap of King Memphis of Egypt. Which, uh, he turned around, sought after her, found her, married her. End of story. That's the earliest version of the rags-to-riches story that we now know of as Cinderella. However, there are other more popular ones. Uh, 1812, you had the one written by Brothers Grimm, which was eh, considered okay, somewhat gruesome, if you will. I personally liked it. Uh, Written in 1812. Uh, For those of you who don't know, as much as I have been tempted, I would not suggest reading it to... Your children. Uh, there is a part, if they haven't censored it out, that in the original Grimm's fairy tale, uh, Drisella, uh, Drisella and Anastasia actually start hacking off parts of their feet in order to fit into the glass slipper. Um, like I said, I've been tempted to read it to my children. However, I would not necessarily recommend it. The one that is most popular that we have seen, though, throughout most of our lifetime in the English world uh, has been the one by Charles Perrault written in 1697. This takes place in France. This is the one or version that has been used in both Disney as well as their cartoon and their live-action adaptation as well as many other uh, Cinderella stories that have come around about it including Drew Barrymore's version Ever After. Um, however, this one, um, it had an all-star cast for the most part. I mean, you had Pierce Brosnan, Minnie Driver, um, including one of the people that co-wrote this being James Corden. If, uh, you don't know who that is, well, he's the, uh, 
annoyingly adorable Pillsbury Doughboy with an English accent that usually has his stars doing karaoke in the car. I say annoyingly adorable because, I don't know, me personally, I just want to hit him in the face. Nothing personal. I just think he's annoying. Uh, otherwise, he pretty much pitched this story to Kay Connor, who is very well known for writing and being very involved with the Pitch Perfect movies. Now, you would think, or at least you would assume, that, okay, they're going to do a modernized Rags to Riches story. One could only assume this and then be utterly disappointed at what they pretty much created. Uh, I felt metaphorically confused watching this movie. I, I can see how little 10-year-old girls, 11-year-old girls, or your gay son might actually enjoy this movie. I was completely lost. One, okay, you're making a musical, folks, and you have somebody like Camilla Cabello as your main actress, who is also known as a singer, as well as quite a few other people in there that, uh, they're not very well known. Of course, Billy Porter has won some uh, awards for his Broadway performances, but when you're doing a musical, probably one of the most important parts of a musical is that the musical numbers are done with execution. Yet the limp syncing on these freaking songs came across like I was watching Kung Fu Theater dubbed over completely off. Like it was bad. To top it off, the costumes. Now, I know not a lot of people really pay attention to this shit, but who the hell was the costume designer and what type of drugs was that person on? The story, if you were to go by Charles Perrault, takes place in 17th century France. It's basically the Renaissance. It's not hard to figure out what the hell they wore. However, it seems like this is supposed to take place in medieval England. Or so you think. Because no matter what, you're looking at one side of the costumes, thinking, okay, this is in England. I recognize the castle. It's not in France. Uh, their costumes are somewhat medieval looking, so I've got a better idea of where this is taking place. Nope, nope. Now we got Renaissance shit just popping out of the works nowhere, right? Yeah, it's they were all over the place. There were about several different centuries worth of freaking wardrobe that would not have existed in the same time unless they were doing a freaking relic throwback day. My God, it was just bad, okay? It was like if you were to watch the movie Gladiator 
And for some stupid reason, they're wearing the freaking costumes for the movie Sparta. That's how bad this is, folks. Top it off. And this is really where I get into it. Now, prepare yourself to be offended because I am not holding back with this. It's the woke bullshit. It is completely the woke bullshit. Okay? Cinderella is simply a rags to riches story. However, however, somewhere, either up James Can- uh, Corden's ass or it was Kay Connor's ass, I don't know and I really don't care. But all I know is that a rags to riches story just apparently got turned into a woman's empowerment movie. I am getting sick and tired of this. Now, I watched this movie because one of my friends told me, hey, I want to know what your opinion is on this crappy movie. Because I saw it with my daughter, and I was just completely appalled. And God forbid if I'm the only one to be appalled, so I'm going to have you watch it and be equally appalled just so I can hear your opinion go off on a rant about it. Here it comes. It was shit. If you need to change a story, quit ripping off the characters of another story and for God's sakes, just come up with your own idea and your own story. It is that simple. Cinderella is not a movie about women's empowerment. It is about rags to riches. I mean, for God's sakes, why don't we just take Pinocchio and turn that into a story about finding Prince Charming? No, that's not what it's about. First off, if you're going to place this in medieval England, let's get the story straight. One, a female is not going to be a tailor. And yeah, that's exactly what she was being portrayed as. Oh no, she's a fashion seamstress. No, she's a fucking tailor. And the people that were tailors during medieval England days were men. Same with blacksmiths. They were all men. The ones that were basically female working into the profession were disguised as men because basically they would not make any money as women in those professions. So the whole point of it is just completely unrealistic. And speaking of unrealistic, who the fuck thought it was a good idea to cast a Cuban as Cinderella? Okay, fine. We want to modernize the story. I get it. Call it something else. But if this is supposed to take place in medieval Europe, where the hell did the Cuban come into play? I mean, Jesus Christ. Why would they try and make it all the way over to England when Florida's right there? It's right freaking there. There's not going to be a Cuban in medieval England, let alone freaking 17th century France. It's not realistic, folks. Sure, she's got a good voice, but the casting was completely off. And then to basically top it off, it's just everything in general was just wrong. The only thing that I honestly felt about this movie that was even worth it was Billy Porter's performance. 
mean, he was on key to everything. He killed it. Even with the little amount of screen time that Billy Porter had, he executed his role with perfection. I mean, go figure. The guy has won awards for stage performances. Obviously, he's going to kill it here. And I mean, besides that, who else saw the irony in a gay guy playing the part of a fairy? I mean, come on. It was perfect. Billy Porter played the fairy godmother as Fab G. Fucking fabulous. I mean, it was dead on. Even if you were to look at it from, oh, as a modern perspective. No, he did a great job. Unfortunately, he was the only one that I thought did a good job. The rest of the cast, I mean, with the exception of maybe Minnie Driver and Pierce Brosnan and Billy Porter, of course. I mean, with those exceptions, the rest of the cast was about as flat as Gwyneth Paltrow. It, it was just dull. Now, it's not to say that, okay, you know, your 11-year-old, 10-year-old daughter's they're going to probably like this movie. And it's not that it probably isn't entertaining. But all I have to say is if you're going to watch this movie expecting a timeless tale of rags to riches, you're going to be utterly disappointed. Just, it it's that bad, folks. And honestly, if you're going to go in looking at the acting and the musical numbers in terms of the lip-syncing job that was completely botched, uh, it's going to be about as freaking ridiculous as watching one of the Ewoks movies from the 80s. So, that's really all I got to say for this. So, you know what? Go fox yourself. Have a good night. That's what I have to say about Cinderella. Thank you.